Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. talk today is january 18 2021 and we are talking bitcoin going to 75k by march that's right you heard it here first and there's really not a lot of people talking about this obviously <laughs> because one thing about thriller premium is we're usually early i would say in the crypto space in the bitcoin space by a couple weeks you know <laughs> now don't get me wrong there's a lot of ogs right now talking about uh bitcoin having a you know a surge here early in the year and then another surge later in the year. So there's, there's people talking about it, but there's nobody with the, how do you say balls <laughs> to come out and put it and put their name on it. I think, I think Willie Woo has kind of put his foot kind of out there, but not really. And then brought it back in. Uh, so th there's, uh, but there's, there's some talk of it, but today we're going to go ahead and, you know, solidify like, yeah, I, I personally think I'm about 75% sure we're going to hit 75K here by March, by the end of March. Um, and I'm going to talk about it today. So as you know, if you listen to our last Thriller Insights, that's when we first kind of deviated from our original plan <laughs> in Bitcoin in January. And that's when I told you, this is good that you have a premium subscription because if you had just heard that <laughs> Bitcoin in January, you would just have the information up until that date. But now you're kind of watching it unfold because this this space evolves very fast. And if you're not paying attention week to week, uh, you're going you're to miss everything. That's why it's so important just to have somebody to get all this information to you. And then all you have to do is just listen. And, and that's it. And, 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 and kind of just listen to it all and make your own decisions. That's all we try to do here. So today I'm going to tell you why I think 75K is a possibility and like I said, I think it's a very strong possibility here in the short term uh, in, in March. Okay, so first off, let's let's look into what Bitcoin is doing right now. As you know, Bitcoin has been looking pretty amazing, right? We got to a new all-time high and it fell down. Now it's hovering around 36K, you know, at the time of this podcast. Um, if you remember... Bitcoin in 2018 nearly dropped 90% from its all-time highs in, in, in 2018. Um, this is like a 20% drop. Uh, if you recall, Bitcoin in January, when I discussed we were going to see a drop, it was inevitable. Um, I did say it was going to happen between, I think, the 7th and the 20th. Lo and behold, we're sitting here on the 18th, and we're, we're see we've seen that drop. So, you know, th there's some data 
that came into fruition like we we knew it was because it always did that and you know that's just kind of the thing it does um uh, but it it doesn't mean that it's gonna hurt the price of bitcoin long term it just means that the data is showing that for that given month and that's kind of what my mindset was kind of wrapping around about a week ago was looking at that data but at the time not seeing how it correlated to 2013 and and looking at what that chart looked like and then and then looking at how that that phenomenon in itself in 2013 wasn't wasn't so much that it was a uh, clear indication of what of what this current bull run looks like. It was more about the the the, the heat of it all, like the, the 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 Bitcoin price temperature, the the pattern of the previous cycles. It was it was much like the 2017 run didn't have that much heat behind it. Uh, if, if, but the pace was more similar to that of the 2013 double tops. So if you look at the double tops of 2013, you can clearly see. Uh, a clear path to what 2021 looks like. And I'll put that in here in the show notes. And that's all I was struggling with a week ago was trying to understand like how that fits with the, the, the data that we see here taking place on the Bitcoin uh, blockchain. So with all that being said, um, let's jump into this. So you're probably asking yourself, how serious am I about 75K? Like I said, I'm about 75%. And that's just not to, that's not to, um, you know, just to keep it even with 75K. I, I'm, I'm about 75% serious. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about 75%. I feel pretty confident uh, that 75% chance that we're, we're going to, we're going to get there. And, um, and, and so I have reasons as to why, right? It's not just like I'm me throwing <laughs> darts at a dartboard in the dark no I'm, I'm telling you these are the reasons why i'm, I'm bullish for it and, and there's a lot of stuff going on at the beginning of this of this first half of the year and i will kind of throw myself a little a little leash here and i will say when i say bitcoin by 75k by the end of march you know if i'm late by two weeks i'm just saying <laughs> if it happens april 9th that's all i'm saying right the car was close but you get what I'm saying. I really do think it's going to happen by end of March. But it happens to be April 9th, April 11th. Hey, April Bulls run. Hey, car was pretty damn close. Anyway, 75K, I still think it's going to happen. And, and lo and behold, it probably could even be 90K, right? <laughs> 90K by April <laughs> could even go past 75K. Lord knows I've been I've been underestimating <laughs> Bitcoin <laughs> on a professional basis for the past year. Okay, so... Uh, with all that being said, okay, let's let's jump into it now. Uh, so institutional buyers and wealthy individuals are still buying Bitcoin. Uh, this was solidified because Grayscale, as you know, had their biggest purchase day on the 15th this month. And guess how much that was? $700 million. So $700 million entered Bitcoin and is never getting out. That's the thing about Grayscale and what they do. So all the money that enters into Grayscale's trust... It gets into Bitcoin and then that gets turned into real Bitcoin and then that never leaves ever again. It gets traded forever. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like Grayscale is a very big thing for the ecosystem and it's probably going to be uh, who knows what it's going to turn into in the decades ahead. Uh, probably the next Federal Reserve. I mean, we're joking now. I say that jokingly now, but who knows? Right. Uh, for all we know, uh, <laughs> Barry and team 
We might be in charge of the entire world. Who knows? But that's what I'm trying to say. Like Grayscale had its biggest purchase day on the 15th of this month. So that tells you wealthy individuals and more institutional buyers aren't stopping. Right. And if it happened on the 15th, what was on the 15th? The dip. So, yes, that tells you something, you know, that that tells you that they see the dip. They recognize the dip and they're going to continue to buy the dip. Okay, so no one's stopping to buy. No one's. Everybody knows this is a a reserve asset that has a very small quantity, right? Um, next thing was was pretty damn interesting, and this is kind of my. This is where I kind of changed tune here. Uh, I think it was last month or maybe December. Bitcoin in December when we talked about it, but Jerome Powell, you know, he he went to Princeton in New Jersey. And he effectively said that the Federal Reserve doesn't feel an urge or a need to be first for a central bank digital currency. He said, we already have a first mover advantage because the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency. And that's what I said a couple months ago where I I felt like the United States had taken a a backseat to it all. Like they it was almost that they did the research and then they realized you know what? Let's uh, let the private sector take care of these central bank digital currencies for now and kind of wait on the sidelines and see how this plays out. It was it was kind of like eh, it, it was almost like let's move forward, let's move forward, let's move forward. And then it was just like pull it back. And I don't know what changed, you know, because we're not privy to that inside information. We really aren't. Right. But Powell did estimate that it will take years. He said years rather than months before the Fed releases a CBDC, despite, you know, China doing whatever it can to to unleash a dollar here soon. Uh, I don't know how that's going to shake out, but if I if I do have to guess, I would say that, you know, they're going to continue to do whatever they can to make sure the United States dollar tanks. I feel like that's what they're doing, man. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a macro guy, but um, there's tons of great macro people out there you can listen to about that. I do know one thing, though, that Bitcoin makes you make sure that you're absolutely hedged up for whatever they have planned. Uh, So buy Bitcoin and you are absolutely certain you're going to be okay with whatever they have planned because they're not going to dilute the shit out of Bitcoin. That's for sure. (laughs) So. That to me is bullish, right? And we all know what's going to happen here on the, what is it, the 20th? I think the 20th or 21st, this week pretty much, when President-elect Biden gets elected to office or gets in, uh, is it sworn into office, I should say, uh, uh, for the United States, because he's going to introduce like a $1.9 trillion plan. Yeah, more printing, more of that going on into the year that's a bullish sign for, for bitcoin uh just like everybody got their 600 stimulus checks here in the states uh, a lot of that got turned into bitcoin so more of that going on more bitcoin buying um everybody's recognizing now that the exit door is bitcoin that is the future cbdc's aren't going to happen from the federal reserve <laughs> They're basically saying you're on your own, <laughs> but we have the reserve currency. Yeah. The, yeah. They're not going to do anything. 
Uh, so this basically means they're 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 drunk at the wheel and they're gonna keep printing and they're not gonna pay attention to anybody else and everybody every man for himself. So yeah, I would buy Bitcoin. <laughs> I would tell your family and friends now to buy Bitcoin. This is serious. Uh, when when the when the Federal Reserve Chairman says we don't feel an urge or a need to be first, that's a scary situation, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Why? Uh, is the big question. Uh, and when, why didn't they follow up with why? Uh, <laughs> anyways. Okay. Uh, and another thing, this is kind of small, but I did want to mention that Coinbase is going to be listing any crypto asset now. Yeah. So any ERC20 token, you go over to, I think it's called uh, Coinbase Asset. Uh, you go there and then you you insert your 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 letter and you get it authorized and make sure it's compliant with regulations, security laws, whatever. You can get on Coinbase and you can get issued, um, you know, compliancy to have your own security. Cool. But the great thing of it all is all roads lead back to Bitcoin. <laughs> so at the end of the day. Yes, Coinbase is slaying more Ethereum tokens out there to a bunch of noobs who will buy it and get dumped on. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, all roads lead back to Bitcoin. That's a hard lesson they will learn. Um, but yeah, that's that's good news. And probably probably one thing that I should mention also, Coinbase is going to be doing their uh, security possibly with the new york stock exchange we'll see that's hopefully going to happen sometime around march now gemini is also saying they are looking to go public as well also probably happening sometime around march do y'all see a pattern here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> march do you see a pattern <laughs> and then also we have gary gensler he's the former chairman of the commodity future trading commission he is set to be President-elect Joe Biden's choice to take over for Security and Exchange Commission. So look for ETFs to come under his eye very soon. I would, if not this year, uh, early next year. And what does that what does that get us to? A second, <laughs> a second run-up. So if we have all this bullish news in the first half of the year. Then we have Gary coming out later in the year or possibly early next year with a uh, with some with an ETF, Bitcoin ETF, second run up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just saying. It's funny how you can envision this stuff and it just comes into reality. Satoshi is a genius. And then and then this is kind of what this is kind of what did it for me, you know, and a lot of you are going to be like, really, Carter, was this? Yeah, it was this. I don't care if there is a lot of other people talking about this. I'm on board with this. I'm on board with this rumor. Let that be said now. I'm on board with this rumor. You don't have to be, and that's fine. <laughs> I get it. Uh, you don't have to be on board with this rumor, but but I am. I am. So Elon Musk tweeted about uh, Bitcoin, I don't know, was it like December 20th? And basically like teasing everybody, right? And at the time, I think I was on vacation. Uh, I, I really didn't uh, pay attention to it. And uh, Michael Saylor, as you know, big old Bitcoin bull, 
one of the biggest in, in the world. He says, if you want to do shareholders a $100 billion favor, convert the Tesla balance sheet from USD to BTC. Other firms on the S&P 500 would follow your lead, and in time, it would grow to become $1 trillion. And then Elama says, are such large transactions even possible? Michael Saylor said, yes, I have purchased $1.3 in BTC in past months and would be happy to share my playbook with you offline from one rocket scientist to another. At the time, I, you know, I remember seeing something about this. I, I, I don't recall ever being really interested in that. I was like, oh, that's cute, right? Well, January 8th rolled around, and I remember seeing this tweet. I do remember seeing this one. Ben Mesrick, uh, who is the famous author for Bitcoin Billionaires, the story of uh, the Winklevoss twins' uh, you know, underground road into Bitcoin. <laughs> he says, I'll tell you one thing. I'm never turning down getting paid in Bitcoin again. I guess because the Gemini twins offered to pay him in Bitcoin. And that was on January 8th. And uh, and and uh, Elon Musk responded to Ben and he said, me neither. What, what, what? Elon Musk responding January 9th. So what happened over Christmas break? I don't know. That was probably like 14 days. And now Elon Musk is possibly, uh, I don't know, maybe... Bitcoin curious, possibly Bitcoin curious. And that's all it takes, ladies and gentlemen. All it takes is just curiosity. You remember when you first started, how curious were you with Bitcoin? Just takes curiosity. One toe just needs to get dipped and then Bitcoin hooks you. It's a drug. But that's not all. You, you think, okay, car, really? That's going to do it for you? Two tweets? Nope, it wouldn't do it for me and it shouldn't do it for you either. <laughs> no, not at all. It's because you have to look at it a little more clearer than that. So I wonder what Elon Musk's first impressions of Sailor's explanations were. Now, after that, he did, Sailor did, uh, I want to say uh, quite a few interviews after that. And he did some with Real Vision. He did some with HyperChange. Um, and most of, the, most of the things that he talked about, he couldn't comment on the Elon thing. There's Mike Novogratz this week also talked to uh, somebody from the block. Same thing. He couldn't. He said possibly Elon Musk is in Bitcoin. He can't or can't say. Um, and so we hear now, now, now people are talking, saying Elon is, is not like there's that kind of talk. I don't know anybody who works at Tesla, unfortunately, like I do at Amazon. So I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Trust me, I'm working on it. Uh, but you know, it's it's one of those things where it's uh, it's neither here nor there because you got to look at it from a um, first principles perspective, right? Because that's what we all know that Elon loves to do. So Amazon dematerialized the storefronts of bookstores. Facebook dematerialized the social network. Apple, same thing, mobile devices. Google, right? All kinds of libraries, wikis. Tesla doing the same thing to the auto and energy industry, right? And Bitcoin is doing the same thing with the monetary system. So if, if you look just at that, Elon can understand how important Bitcoin is once he truly looks at Bitcoin. Because I don't really think that's that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I think I think Elon is extremely busy. 
And I, I really, this is my kind of, I've never really talked about him because I'm not one of those people <laughs> that like worships him, you know, but, you know, I have seen some interviews with him and I have, you know, I have an opinion on him, but every interview I've ever seen with him, he strikes me as a person that's extremely busy and very extremely busy people that I've ever met only have time to, to, to dive into certain things. And those certain things have to be beneficial uh, uh, to that, to their time. If it's not beneficial to their time, then they won't look at it. So when Michael Saylor basically reached out and told him how much money he could possibly make to Tesla, Tesla investors, I think at that point, it was priority for Elon, you know, to reach out to Sailor and ask some questions. Now, whether Elon went out and uh, did any further homework, right, you know, we don't know that. But if he spent any more than 30 minutes to an hour looking at Bitcoin, we know how that ends, <laughs> right? So... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that they did talk. I'm going to say that's a clear, a clear conversation that happened. And I think Sailor's smart and uh, con- con- convincing enough to get Elon to look further into it at the very least. Uh, I think Elon spends 10, 15, 20 minutes with Sailor's uh, 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 um, uh, uh, notes and um, uh, any other kind of like uh, material. Uh, resources I, I think at that point you know elon is, is hooked in and i think that's where this tweet comes in from uh talking to ben mesrick i think at that point elon's hooked in on january 9th and is full in on bitcoin and i think that would also explain why we saw that run up so fast during during those holidays i think it was just massive amounts of bitcoin being purchased by Tesla and by other companies who were in the know that Tesla was buying Bitcoin, you know? And I think we won't find that out until later this, this, these coming months. And I think this is me speculating. This is what we do here on Thriller Coin Talk. I forgot to, I forgot to start off this whole podcast by saying that I'll wait till I get to the next segment, but, uh, I think I think Elon Musk knows one thing. If you have something like Bitcoin and you can't make any more of it and everybody wants it, it's a simple concept and it's going to double its value as central banks double their supply of money. It's a very simple concept. And if we're going through an era in which all the ancestral principles that have been taught to us are being called into question, well, <laughs> you know, buy that orange coin, right? That's 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 what you should do. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it just makes the most sense. Um, and, uh, and Elon is a computer scientist at heart. So he has to, he has to get it if he spent any time on it. And I really believe he just never spent any time before on it. I really genuinely believe that because <laughs> he's extremely busy. Um, uh, but that's my take on it. And, and so that's where I'm going with this. I really, I, so what I think is going to kind of play out and, and, and I, I should mention this too. Actually, actually, before I say how it's going to play out, let me show you, let me explain how I, how I, how I see this. So if you compare this cycle's Bitcoin price temperature 
pattern to that of the previous cycles, it is quite clear that this current bull run that we got heated much faster than after the halving through the 2017 run, right? So at that pace, it is more similar to 2013's double tops year. It looks very similar, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this is coming from dilution proof on bitcoinhackers.org. So I'll put that in the show notes. Another thing you have to, another thing I have to mention too, in 2013, Bitcoin moved from $240 to $410 in one week. It nearly doubled. In 2017, moved from 2,400 to 4,100 in one week, right? It did the same thing in 2020, moving from 24,000 to 41,000 in one week. We're not planning, ladies and gentlemen. We're not playing. Remember when I told you last year when we were at 3K and 4K and I said, next year, <laughs> Bitcoin's going to be going up 10K levels in a day. <laughs> and this is going to be a normal thing going forward. And everybody was like, okay, car. Okay, okay, car. Driving in their car. <laughs> okay, car. <laughs> now you're saying, oh, shit. Okay, I guess he was right. Yes, I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen this year, right? Once people see 75K and possibly 90K, I'm going to go ahead and say, call it now, possibly 90K, right? If we get, if we get to, if we get to 75K, Lord knows 90K is, is a possibility, right? Anything's possible with Bitcoin. So, cause you got to think, you have to think once we break that 50K psychological level, <laughs> Yeah, 75K is imminent, in my opinion. Um, it's, it's yeah, it, it, to me, it just makes the most sense. But yeah, anyways, because we're, we're, we're at 42K, ladies and gentlemen. 75K is is right there. And to me, it, 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 75K looks like a, 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 a quick, you know, uh, right turn, you know. So uh, yeah, 90K might even be it by, by April. Who knows? But what I'm saying is that, we're going to start seeing 10K jumps, right? We're going to see 10K jumps later in the year. And I think the news of Tesla possibly buying Bitcoin already or going to buy Bitcoin or have already bought Bitcoin and rumors of that circulating in the industry right now and no one talking about it and no one reporting on it and everybody keeping quiet about it. Uh, I think that's going to be bullish news that they're going to re- that they're going to release at a certain time because, ladies and gentlemen, in this space, and this is the thing I love about having an independent media company is because we are the only ones that get to say the truth, right? Because CoinDesk can't say this shit, right? They can't. Uh, the Block can't say this shit. They can't. Decrypt's the only the only place I could say this, but they won't. I don't know why. They won't. You know, they took our they took our uh, <laughs> somebody signed up on this on this podcast though because. They took our Amazon. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, they took our Amazon info and ran with it. Uh, so there's that. Maybe they'll take this info and run with it. But I'm telling you, Tesla is buying Bitcoin behind the scenes, and I smell it. I can smell it in this space, just like I smelt the uh, Amazon cooking up something with Bitcoin last year. I smelt it, and then it got reported on. Same things happening. Same things happening right now, ladies and gentlemen. Tesla is buying Bitcoin and I smell it and it reeks of it and no one's talking about it because they're keeping quiet and they're waiting for people not to buy the dip to sell their Bitcoin so they can dump on them so they'd be poor. I'm telling you right now, 75K by March, 90K possibly by April. Look for that to dump and then a re-up at the end of the year. 
And it's all going to be driven by mass FOMO once they realize how much a bull freaking Elon Musk is on Bitcoin. And he doesn't even need a tweet about it. That's the thing. He probably won't even tweet about it. He probably will. He probably will just let them release a, a press release that Tesla bought uh, Bitcoin for its, uh, you know, for its Tesla balance sheets or something like the same thing like Michael Saylor did for his MicroStrategy, right? The same thing. And it'll just get released on Bloomberg and it'll be a big headline. It'll be all talked all over CNBC. And then next thing you'll be like, when will Apple buy? And they'll start asking these questions. When will Apple buy? When will Google buy? When will Microsoft buy? And everybody will start wondering, when will they buy? And then that's when you'll start seeing the price of Bitcoin skyrocket. And then at the end of the year, they'll probably have to buy, right? Or they'll be forced to buy because of the shareholders. Either way, Bitcoin wins and you bought in at the dip because I recorded it first. Okay, with that, let's get on to... That's right, Coin Talk, my favorite part of the day. Your favorite part of the day, too. Let's do it. It is time. It's time for Coin Talk. Before we dive into that, I just got a couple of things here at the top of the show. Uh, you know, I forgot to mention that, you know, because we haven't we have a lot of new subscribers, and I appreciate every single one of you who's come on board to Thriller Premium and then thank you for subscribing. So Thriller Coin Talk is mainly a show about uh speculation, right? Uh, this is where usually where we we have some truth in there, and I'd like to put it here in the show notes. Uh, but, uh, for the most part, it's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of, um, you know, I guess, uh, how would you say connecting the dots, uh, very loose kind of, uh, truce in there, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, I, I put it all in the show notes for you to see and for you to kind of make your judgment call. And for the most part, I think all of y'all already do and, and are, are pretty, pretty good about saying, Hey car, you're just totally wrong. <laughs> And calling me on it in Telegram. So I, I totally am cool with that, too. Uh, and then also, I I should mention here, um, you know, one of the great things that we do here is like, you know, when we get to Thriller Insights or whenever we get into like, you know, our Bitcoin, our Bitcoin in whatever month, like Bitcoin in February, when it comes up here soon, uh, you know, I like to say in the beginning, here's all the facts. This is all laid out. And I'm very transparent with that. So we will always be transparent with whatever information that we're gathering. And we'll always make sure to draw that line on the distinction of whether I am just speculating or whether I actually have any kind of uh, proof there, you know, not, not like today where that whole front part of the, the podcast was, eh, I would say about 50% speculation and like 50%, you know, actual facts, right. Where you could look at the data of what the, what, what, the, what Bitcoin was doing in 2013, look at the data, 2021, very similar. So those are actual, actual facts. It's the stuff that Elon's doing, facts, facts. But all the other stuff is speculation, right? About me knowing something, something smells fishy. I can smell it. That's just my gut and intuition. But more times than not, that that seems to be pretty accurate. But I don't know. I got a nose for this stuff. But uh uh, but yeah, the, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, as time rolls on, you'll start to understand like, OK, Carr is uh, is definitely speculating here and he's probably 
uh, you know, going to say that. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, that's all I want to say about that. And I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. I was actually in Vegas and (laughs) it was a blast. I will tell you, fiat currency is alive and kicking in Vegas right now. And it's it's the uh, it's definitely the reserve currency in Vegas. Uh, Dirty cash. Yeah, it sure is. It's okay. Bitcoin will take over one day. Well, let's get into our disclaimer. Roll it. Remember, Killer's podcast is not good financial advice. He cannot have a future. Even if he can spare, he is just some dude. Time to save the world one Satoshi at a time. All right, so it's time for Coin Talk, my favorite part of the day. You know, it's, I guess it's y'all's too. I mean, for the most part. So I don't know who it was, but I, I know last year uh, when I released, uh, I want to say, I forget which altcoin special it was. It was one of those that we released last year. But after we released it, <laughs> we noticed a couple things, right? You know, on the podcast, you notice some coins that we mentioned rose up significantly. And then, and then, and then uh, uh, that was kind of weird. Well, so this last time, as you know, this last week, I released the uh, altcoin special for 2021 because, quite frankly, all of y'all were um, were were a lot a lot of y'all I should say not all of y'all a lot of y'all were requesting it, and believe it or not, it has the most views, most downloads so far this year. I don't get it. <laughs> I, quite frankly, I, I don't get it. I, I mean, personally, I don't get it. But, you know, it's that's what sells. Right. I, I guess I don't. But you see, I will tell you this. I'll tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, you know, everything that we have here in this segment, this 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 through the coin segment here, it's just all speculation. That's all it is. And 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 in, in that show, in that past episode, that's that's all it is. It's, it's speculation. There's a, there's there's some truth in there. There's some hard facts in there, but it's it's just going off experience, really. I mean, that's what it really comes down to. Um, but I was I forget who I was watching. They were just giving some bad advice on altcoins. <laughs> I was just like, man, imagine listening to that guy uh, for the first time and getting totally wasted on on everything. At least with me, at least I've at least experienced those dips. And those bear markets and feel felt that hurt. So I can at least know. But yeah, you got to be careful. Anyways, um, I hope you all enjoyed that special because um, I think y'all, I think somebody, I don't know who it was, but I, I definitely think we have a whale listening because <laughs> after that, after the episode got released, that was on the 11th. Um, something strange happened, right? And... <laughs> the reason I say that is because this happened. So I released that on the 11th, right? And then guess what happened? On the 12th and 12th through the 16th, uh, uh, Chainlink just runs. <laughs> Chainlink goes from $13 to, uh, to $23 in a span of seven days. <laughs> really? Really, guys? Really, ladies? Really? Did we do that? I hope not. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope we didn't do that. Um, that's not my intention to do that. That's what happened. Uh, and, and if there's a well among us who is considerably wealthy and you're buying a crap to the chain link, uh, that was a good buy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out now. At thirteen dollars, yeah, that's a good buy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's a good buy. I mean, don't get me wrong. You, you could have been like us and got it at two dollars last year, but <laughs> at thirteen dollars, that's not a bad entry, right? Because uh, you're not gonna. I mean, I don't think you're gonna get it at ten dollars anymore. I could be wrong. Maybe after you know, Bitcoin runs to seventy-five k, ninety k here at the early part. And then everything dumps back down, maybe. But yeah, I think I think thirteen thirteen dollars is a good place as any, right? Um, so I thought that was interesting. I saw that over the weekend in Vegas, and I, and I was like, huh. It's like I hope that wasn't uh, us. <laughs> but honestly, I I really think. See, this is where this is where it, it's good to know the space really well. And it's good to have that experience is because you can kind of see things happen before they, 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 they happen. And it's not like we're futurists or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that once you have your sea legs in this crypto Bitcoin space, you kind of already know the, the, the flows of the year. Right. So you kind of know somewhere between the end of January to the beginning of February, people are going to start buying some malts. Right. And, and that's so you want to make sure if you're going to get a Bitcoin you know, I'm sorry. If you want, we want to make sure that if you're going to get an altcoin special, you know, release, you're going to want to do it, you know, before the 15th of, of January. And that was my intention. Like, make sure you to release that altcoin special early in January. So that way, you know, that's all that was. So I, I really don't think we did that. But um, just making sure that we release it in time is just as important as making sure we um, we get the information to y'all. You know, I don't think most people realize that. You can have the information, but if it's late, what what good is it, right? That that really frustrates me about a lot of people who who release content in this space. Okay, um, so we're talking. I guess we should talk a little bit about Ethereum. Um, a lot of people are discussing Ethereum these days, and most people are just plain wrong. Um, <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm right, but. Y'all know how long we've been at this, right? I mean, I mean, there's some things that we know are true. So then there's some things that we know aren't half truths. And there's some things that we know are just plain lies. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying Ethereum is perfect. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I am saying for the most part, you know, some of these some of these macro people that are going on these podcasts talking about Ethereum have no idea what they're talking about. And quite frankly, you have a lot of people getting scared and running away from Ethereum. And I think they're doing them a disservice because if you, and this is where I talked about it on the last episode, like if you ask me like what other asset besides Bitcoin am I looking at this year to maximize profit, you know, to possibly get a 7X, you know, at like a 75, 60% guarantee I'm going to say ether every single time. Right. And people are like, wow, car. I mean, what's, what's your percentage for Bitcoin? Well, if I want, if I'm, if I'm talking to somebody and somebody's like, what, what, what do you think about Bitcoin? I'm like, well, if you want to at least, at least a five X or at least a five X or by the end of the year, 
at 80% guarantee fucking Bitcoin. Why would who who's going to turn down a 5xer at, at fucking uh, 80% guarantee? I'm not right. Like that's that's a really I mean, ladies and gentlemen, your 401k barely makes you anything every year. I think it's like less than 3%. Like who are who are we to sneeze at a 5xer, right? So I'm just saying this is our only bull run. And that's what most people don't get. Like these are this is our only bull run. And, and you know, that's you know that and that's another thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna use most of this episode for like just complaints, but this is our only bull run. And most people are gonna use that for some stupid hundred hundred plus <laughs> number altcoin. Uh, when you should be using it for guarantees, this is the mistakes that I've made in the past that other people have made in the past. Like get your guaranteed uh, 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 Bitcoin out there, ladies and gentlemen, like don't play around with some of these other things that you don't know are going to go up or down. You don't control the circulating supply. They could dump on you, you know? So it's, it's really hard for me to see other people take advice. Some of these quacks. And I'm just like, dude, they're totally going to dump on you. Um, and so there's scammers and then there's hardcore scammers and there's some scammers who just have no freaking moral currency, right? They just have no, they have no trust. They, they, they just don't care how they look, what they look. They just care about the money and all they care about is the greenback. And those are the people you shouldn't trust. You should care about the people who care about the orange coin, right? Um, so what I'm trying to say is five, a 5Xer for Bitcoin, 80% guarantee, I'm taking that every single time. If somebody says, Car, Ethereum, what do you think? I'm saying, I think it could get to 7X. I think we get to 7K here by the end of the year. I really do. Um, and I'll go into the reasons why. But 7K, I think, can happen. And I also think that's about a 60% chance of happening. That's not as strong as Bitcoin. Yes, it's not. It's not. It really isn't. But I really think that's a strong strong enough for you to invest in it, for me to invest in it, right? Uh, that's what I'm doing. Um if I look at anything else after that, it was Chainlink, right? <laughs> that's that's why that's why, that's why it, <laughs> we don't know if that's why it ran, but Chainlink. And I think I forgot how I, how I forgot how I even said Chainlink. <laughs> but you know, quite honestly, like it's a third one that I'm looking at because why? Because it has the 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 fucking meme behind it, right? It has that uh, overwhelming support by the by by the meme <laughs> it's 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 hard to explain uh, and I, I felt like i did it last time so go back and listen to the last episode but uh because i hit, I think i hit it perfectly then and I, I don't know if i can hit it again like that but go back and listen to the other episode but I, I do think chain link um is that other is that other one and if you ask me what do i think that i can, I can go to Gosh, you know, when it was $13, now it's $21. I mean, at least $125, at least, right? At least, right? But will it surprise me if it goes to $300 or $400 or $5? I wouldn't be surprised, right? Because of all the hype around it and the memes behind it and just the, the overwhelming uh, love and, and uh, just sheer, uh, just people love the shit out of it for whatever reason. Um, uh, yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me, but what are the possibilities of that happening? I would say 40 to 50% chance, right? Like it's, it's tough because that's just pure speculation. 
But with Bitcoin and Ethereum, it's a little bit stronger, right? Because we actually have some facts behind it. Chainlink, it's a little bit tougher, but there are some good things about it, you know? So go back and listen to that last episode. I really go into a lot of more detail about it. Um, I, 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 I wish I could go through the whole, all of them again, but, you know, I kind of already did that for a reason because I, I just really wanted to put it all in one episode. And then whenever people ask me, what coins do you think? 2021, Carl, what coins? I just say, go back, listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done talking about it. Don't get me wrong. We'll look at my blockfolio and see what it did from last year like we did. But yeah, like last year we looked at my blockfolio. We saw what it did from the year before. And then this year we do the same thing. We'll look at my blockfolio from last year to this year and see what it did. I can tell you right now. Yeah, it's looking good. <laughs> it's looking well bueno. That's what I can tell you. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, let's see here. I think, I think that's it. The only thing that has me concerned, and I kind of talked about it last episode, I'm afraid I'm going to miss this polka dot train. I really am. I'm afraid I'm going to miss this polka dot train. Um, we've did a, we've done an inside protocol on it before in the past, but something tells me to take a look at it again. Hit me up in Telegram. Let me know if I should relook at polka dot again, like deep dive, tech, deep technical dive. Tell me if y'all want that even. I don't even know if y'all want me to deep dive into Polkadot. Or let me know if you want to deep dive into any top 10 project or top 20 project. Um, don't give me anything out of the top 50. It's a waste of time. Because <laughs> if it hasn't broken the top 50, they probably don't have the right uh, team in place, quite frankly. Uh, that's just knowing this space for a long time. If they're not in the top 50, they don't have the right team in place. That's the truth, hard truth at that. Um, but yeah, let, let me know if there's a, a coin or a project you want me to look at and we'll take a look at it. We'll do a deep dive on it. Yeah, Polkadot's the only one that has me concerned. Um, I'm so bullish on Uniswap, man. I still am. But right now, I think I think the smartest thing to do right now is to buy that fucking dip. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. To buy that dip just because 75K is nothing to sneeze at. It's nothing to sneeze at. It's nothing to sneeze at. A quick two xer is nothing to sneeze at. Somebody tells you two xer in three months, nothing to sneeze at. I mean, I don't know. I I I I went to I went to Vegas this weekend and I went with a went with some friends and went with some people that I hadn't met before, and of course, you know. When you get with groups of people, you know, all sorts of conversations start happening. <laughs> One of my friends knows that I have a podcast. He mentioned the whole Bitcoin thing and that started a whole conversation. What's the first thing that comes out of everybody's mouth when they meet you and they know that you are, are into Bitcoin? How much Bitcoin do you have? Right. That's usually the first thing. And usually the question that you should always answer that with is how much do you have in your bank account? <laughs> That's usually the question you should follow up with that question with. Uh, and then there's a laugh, there's a chuckle, and then there's a silence, and then they see how serious you are. And that's when they know, oh, shit, this guy's serious. So what I'm trying to say is there was a discussion about Bitcoin, and they were asking, because ultimately I told them about it and, and talked about it, and it got silent and it got serious, and then they quickly realized, like, oh, shit, they're missing something. So I told them to subscribe to the podcast. You know, I told them if they wanted more information, I'd be free to talk to them on the phone you know, for a brief conversation, you know, if that's what they wanted. But 
you know, other than that, subscribe to the podcast and that's how you're going to get all your insights and everything. Um, <laughs> of course, when I say that, it, it, everybody starts laughing again because they can't believe that I, I have enough bravado to do that. But it's just like, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I know the space pretty well and it's just, um, it's very predictable after a while. Uh, it's very systematic, especially since 2017. You really do see when everybody entered in, especially from Wall Street. Uh, but yeah, right now, 36, 410. I, 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 I think we're in one of two situations here. And I, I put a trading shot here. Trading shot chart. I always say trading shot. Trading shot chart here in the show notes. But right now, we're basically in a triangle. And it's either going to go one or two ways. We're going to either break to higher zone or we're going to break lower um but if you look at this trading shot chart and i'll put it in the show notes um you can clearly see that we're going to be out of this zone and it's either going to break up or down so by the 25th which is in seven days if we haven't broken up it's not looking good but if we broken down then we're going to start retesting some levels the only good news is that we are headed towards a bullish cross and we are expected to go up because these RSI levels have reached its endpoint and they should be start they should start swinging up. So I think yeah, I think we're going to be going up here in the next 7 days. But we'll see how that plays out. Okay, with that, let's get on to the end of the show. <laughs> Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Thriller Coin Talk. I really appreciate you. If you want to keep listening and listen more, head over to ThrillerX.com. We got even more podcasts there from the past five years, four years, eight. I so many to count. And we also have a, uh, a show that we do called Birth, Crypto, Death. I'll probably record one there tomorrow. Talk about the whole Vegas experience, about Bitcoin, all that kind of stuff, conversations. And remember, buy Bitcoin, save the world. See you next time. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Carr and Zolos. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything I've said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Never do your own research. Listen to other investors or their name with crypto. And not hard. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time.